Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. We are still here at the Archery Trade Association show in Louisville, Kentucky. This is what we are calling the Browning Trail Cameras takeover of the Break Podcast. We want to give you a little bit of insight into the industry while we're here. Some of our good friends and partners will be stopping by throughout the event. We'll be talking about how their seasons went. Might be asking them a few questions to liven things up. We'll keep it family friendly, but while we're going to get into a lot of interesting things later, I want to first make the introductions. We have the Whitetail Freaks here with us. Don and Candy Kiske, how are you today? Hey, everybody. We're doing great. Just enjoying the show. Absolutely. Seeing all the great new products at Browning Trail Cameras. <laughs> there we go. We can always talk about Browning Trail Cameras, right? Exactly. <laughs> Now, one of the things that we'll kind of dive into, like hunting and season, hunt, the, the hunting itself and the season and the Browning Trail cameras, and then we'll jump around and do a little more fun stuff here later in the podcast. But I want to start off with the trail cameras in particular because you guys are a little different than a lot of the hunting shows that are out there in the sense that we just got through talking to John and Gina. They have to travel a lot, they're South Florida. It's hard for them to check their trail cameras on a regular basis. They have some in Wisconsin at Johnny O's. They've got some at Brad Miller's in Indiana. So they have to go and they got to set the cameras out, and they can only check those cameras when they get there. They've got to plan their strategy right on the spot. You guys have an opportunity to check your cameras almost daily, and I tell people all the time, Don, Cam- Don Kiske should be called the trail camera freak. That's all I do, <laughs> trust me. I am good at checking trail cameras, but no, you know, all the whitetail freaks is all about building history to these deer. Mm-hmm. So all the way through from the time they're one to six years old or whenever we get a chance to harvest that buck, we're checking trail cameras. So I don't have to guess the age. I already know the age of all these bucks because I've got them all the way through. It is impressive. I tell people, and this might be a little bit of an exaggeration, but I don't think it is too much. You can walk down into your shed collection. Like, I could arbitrarily walk down there and grab one and walk into the kitchen and hold it up and show it to Don, and he'd be like, oh, that's uh, Joe Smith. That deer was born in 2007. I found that shed in 2010. Yeah, usually when you walk 10 miles for each shed, you kind of remember them after that, you know. Maybe a lot of boxes of them, but you had to walk a lot of miles for those dang bones, so... And then it's funny when we when we call our TV partners every year, and we're like, hey, send us some good trail camera pictures. Candy's always like, well, I'm going to have to send you an external hard drive. Exactly. <laughs> thousands. I, I mean, think, thousands. I think our producer said last year we had like twenty five or 30,000 of them. Somewhere. Oh, that's about right. That's and just I, what we saved. Uh, I know. That's what I was about to say. I was like, I'll start to scroll through them and start looking. I'm like, man, I wish Don would like delete some of these dang things. And you'll look I do. and it'll be like image 11, <laughs> image 72. And I'm like, and we still got 25,000 pictures. <laughs> I've done deleted all the does off. That's 25, 30,000 bucks on there. <laughs> it's amazing. So let's talk a little bit about this season. Uh, you had some success this year. I don't know. Uh, it was a little slow getting out of the gate, right? Uh, was there anything uh, early archery that y'all killed? I don't Kaylee. Not to her. Well, yeah, uh, Kaylee's Kaylee the killer right in the family. Let's yes. be clear yeah, about she, this. <laughs> yeah, she was the killer this year for sure. <laughs> yeah, right out of the gate during youth season, she shot a 167. Yep. Yeah. Bigger than anything I think I've ever killed in my life. Bigger than her mama's this year. She actually holds the number two spot this year on our show. So. Does she? Yep. she does. Nice. But other than that, you know, we're, we're farmers too. Right. Oh, yeah. So we had a disastrously wet fall. Took us forever to even get into the field. But we didn't have any blinds brushed in. So all the way to what, October 17th? At least. We didn't have a single blind brushed in. None of the crops were out. And then I finally get a chance to harvest my crops. Well, guess what? It's time to go home. It's time to go home. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, I, that's one of the, the 
the, one of the things that I tell people, like when they ask me about whitetail freaks and everything, I tell them, you know, because they, they think that you guys can just go out and sit and hunt like every day. And I always try and remind them that, you know, you are farmers first. You know, farmers are the, the farming is what pays the bills and keeps the lights on. And when you've got to harvest, it doesn't matter what the deer are doing that day. Well, you've got this to get one. crops out of the field when you can get the crops exactly. out of the field. The deer are always going to be there. Right. But you do miss the best times to be out there hunting when you're trying to get the crops out. So this was a, a tough year for us. Absolutely. But uh, once November hit, though, Candy shot a nice buck right out of the gate. I had a couple I messed up on, <laughs> and then later you took on, two nice I, ones. I did luck out and killed a mid fifties and a one hundred sixty inch deer. You so. closed out the season pretty straight. You killed your two like within a week of they each were other. All right? close together, like four days apart. Yeah. And then of course we had the Landry's, Jacob and Troy. They both yep. shot good ones. And then uh, the so they also only two of them hunted this year. Yep, so just okay, Jacob just and Jacob and Troy. Yeah, and the Ridge came too, though. Ridge oh, okay. was the cheerleader for. <laughs> I could see that on social media. Ridge <laughs> was excited just to be in Iowa. I thought it looked like absolutely always a fun camp. Nice. Yeah. Uh, any other freaks have? I, I, you don't have to disclose who's number one, but, <laughs> but like some. Uh, so Woody and was Tyler. it Woody and Tyler? And, they had a great year. Yes. And then David Little and Mac. Well, they're they were two. The bomb this yeah. year. So our southeast teams really hit it out of the park. That's what I because I, I you know I, I I know Tyler and Woody and speaking of Woody, I just learned this fall. That he played football for the University of Iowa. He's just a big teddy bear, too. He is. <laughs> but don't mess with his Iowa Hawkeyes. I know. That's what I, I, mean, I learned on social media business. this year. Yeah. And I, I went back. I was, like, Googling it. I was like, I, what is it? And I saw some report. Because you, know, you meet Woody in person, and you like you realize how big a guy he is. No, exactly. And the University of Iowa is known, obviously, for producing big offensive linemen. He's not as big as he was when he played. When he played... Yeah, it was a repo- it was a reporter for like the University of Iowa. He was a beat reporter for maybe the Red Des Moines Register or something. Mm-hmm. And like he started off saying like you know, Woody Orn is as big as a house. Like if a house had wheels, <laughs> this is what it would look like. I was like that dude. He exactly. is super guys though. And you have uh, Spencer Atwood. He killed a one seventy four. Okay, yeah. they all filmed together over there and stuff. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, really good year they did. Nice, thankfully. <laughs> well. There's our hunting for the year. We, 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 we can always talk about hunting, but we're going to talk about some more interesting things here now. I'm going to actually go – I'm going to go to Candy on this first question here. Gina had trouble coming up with answers, and I'm, you might struggle a little bit. But okay. we're going to get away from the world of hunting. We're going to get a little insight into our most strategic partners. I'm catching these people off guard, but we are keeping it family-friendly, and we don't want anybody to get too embarrassed here. So it's a fun question. Candy Kiski. Your three favorite hair bands from the 1980s. Go. I know who number one is. You know, you want, okay. So you've got. Save um, number one, um, because I know what you're going to say for that. um, Aerosmith. um, Good call. We forgot about him. ACDC. And then Bon Jovi. Our list was better than anything we did the first go around. I was a hair band queen. I think my hair was bigger than any of those guys singing. The Aquanet hairspray. I would rat it out and. You could see me in the truck, and then there was Don. <laughs> I knew I could get her cranked up on the mm-hmm. 80s hair band. Absolutely. Because I, I, I didn't really know that until, I guess it's been a few years ago, through some relationships you had, you were able to go to a Bon Jovi concert. And meet him. And meet him, and yep. you thought that that was just the end of, that was the greatest thing in history. Well, of, of course it was the greatest thing. <laughs> it was my first ever album, and to meet my icon legend, right, right. I, it was actually good. I kept my composure. I didn't 
you know, attacking. So you got to thank Shy Anderson on that one. Exactly. Huh? <laughs> nice. Let me see here. The next. Don't qu- try to don't try to stump me. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, we're not going to take... If it's not about deer, I can't answer it. We, we, I was going to say, we're, if we're going to go to Don Kiske here, um, we have... What, I had a couple of questions. I, wanted, I wasn't going to challenge you with the hairband question. That was right down at Candy's wheelhouse, so I had to give that one to her. Let's say you have an option to go fishing or deer hunting. Hmm. <laughs> well, first of all, you had to ask him what state. Well, that's what I, that's what I was going to say. Well, first of all, we've been deer hunting for three months already, so I'm going to pick fishing for sure. <laughs> I think that's kind of where I was going with this, because what most people don't know is that you might enjoy fishing as much as you do, oh, absolutely do. deer hunting. I was going to be a professional fisherman. Really? Now, I didn't even know that. I guess I still got time, I think, don't I? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? I think you should do it. So now you like you, walleye is what I typically see you on social media and uh, yeah I'll fish for anything but I love walleye fishing yeah and you've got uh, are you able to do much ice fishing not this year because the water's still open is it but you usually are able to get do some right oh, yeah. I, I think I've seen pictures well no, we get on the ice as much as we can I'm from down in Tennessee so we don't get enough ice it doesn't get thick enough for us to do any ice fishing but I've, I, South Iowa does get cold enough to do oh, that from yeah. time We've to time. We've had our trucks out on the lake before, so really, that's just Not a great, me. great time to relax. <laughs> Can't be standing there. up there in the in the dining room looking out the window. Have fun, going, y'all! Have a good time. I'm done with you people. <laughs> no, I, I, I like fishing. Just the ice just kind of freaks me out. It's relaxing. You just sit there by yourself and look at a hole. I I, I have never been ice fishing. It's something that I have told myself I'd like to do sometime soon in the future. If you freeze up, I can drive nine hours. I can get there. <laughs> I'll give you a call, buddy. <laughs> now, are, do you have my – the most important question of the day is, do you have my turkeys, like, tied up to a tree? I've got one that's blind for you. That's the one I'm looking <laughs> for right there. Yeah, we got no shortage of turkeys. You know that. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, I am fortunate enough to go up. I have called the Kiskies friends of mine for over a decade now. So even before we had partnered up with the trail cameras – I would go up and visit with them for a few days and do a little turkey hunting. And I like to think that I may have rekindled Don's affinity for turkey hunting. I think he had gotten so consumed with his fishing. No, I love turkey hunting, too. <laughs> that year that you sent me the I – I think it was a trail cam picture. Or you may have taken a picture out of the blind of the four-bearded oh, turkey. Yeah. Yeah. And you told me 20 times he's in that field. He's, he's coming out in that field. And I was hard-headed, and I went over to Justin's field. But I killed my turkey. But, like, so after I left, you sent me a picture, like, the next day of the four-bearded turkey that you kept That's telling me exactly to exactly how I patterned him, man. Patterned him oh. with the trail cameras. <laughs> I was like, that is Easy amazing. <laughs> and I also. I knew I should have listened to the Don. Yeah, you came up and killed a deer with us also, though. I did. And nice I was tail. just told. Uh, Scott was telling me that uh, he just finished the episode. I think he's got to send it over for you guys to look at. So it should actually be airing here in the next couple of weeks, I think. Yeah, you're the star. Said you're a superstar yep. on there, so. <laughs> I don't know if I'm a superstar, but I was more than thrilled and very grateful to have the opportunity to kill that deer. It's a fun week. That was, that was a fun week, except the weather. I, I felt like I had really messed up because it was either first or second day that you had actually given me the green light on that big eight. Right. And I was hesitant because you didn't seem very enthusiastic about it. You're kind of like, well, you can shoot that if you want to. Yeah. No. <laughs> and and I knew I could interpret, him. like, I really don't want you to shoot it. but you feel it. <laughs> yeah. And he, we all passed him that year, and the next year he did blow into a better deer. Did and, he? and now he disappeared. So 
You should have uh, shot him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I was thrilled with what I ended up killing, though. So it, it'll be a fun episode. We get to see. I guess it was the third day where the wind was. Mm-hmm. I don't even think we could. I don't know if we were able to hunt all of that third day. It was. Yeah, but you cooked. You're a good cook. I did cook. Yeah. So, yeah. For those like of you who cook. don't know, he's a barbecue barbecue champion, right? <laughs> I don't know if I qualify as a champion, but I do sure <laughs> cook championship barbecue. Uh, hey, anybody that brings a chef's jacket with his <laughs> and own syringes tools and his forget. gloves. I did show up with all that, didn't I? And his own seasoning. Heck, hey, yeah. I make that seasoning. I know. I need some more. That's the good stuff. That's I right. do. I, I do. I'm behind on making that stuff. <laughs> All right, well, that's all I wanted to do here today, give you a little behind-the-scenes visit with the Whitetail Freaks here a little bit. I don't know if uh, you guys ever get the opportunity to meet them when they're out in public, but if you do, they're the nicest people in the world. Stop by, say hey. I think we're going to call that a wrap for this episode of the break, the Browning Trail Cameras Takeover here at the Archer Trade Association. Once again, big thanks to Derek Dernberger, who's keeping me out of the ditches here. I think he's... He's going to be tired of me by the end of the week, but at least he's keeping me straight right now. No doubt. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Yes, thank, thank you, everybody. Thank you again for taking the time to join us. And y'all have a great day, everybody. This is Derek Dernberger, and you're listening to The Break Podcast.